Movie vocals, movie vocals. Cassie and Al, we're gonna be your movie vocals. So, we didn't tell them who we are. That's true. You want to start <laughs> us off, Lady Jane? Sure. Well, um, we're movie mogals. I'm Cassie. And the person over there is... Allison. And you're here to listen to us go on long tangents while we loosely discuss two movies featuring a female uh, actress. Which, who is our female actress this week? This week we are talking about the lovely, but not really more of a badass, Regina King. She's a queen. She's a queen. Yeah, I kind of want to be her. She's so pretty. Yeah. The movies movies we reviewed, watched, and reviewed are The Harder They Fall, which can be found on Netflix. And um, if Beale Street could talk. Yeah. I believe that I found on Hulu. Hulu. By the time I got around to it, I had to watch on the IMBD website thing, and it was awful. Oh, why? What what happened? What made it awful? Because uh, they have, uh, you don't pay for it. It's free, so you get ads every like twenty minutes. Not even. Oh. It's like more than that. <laughs> you know what? One of the, our very first episodes when you told me to watch the apartment, I had to watch it on Pluto TV, and that's exactly <laughs> what happened. And what would have been a two and a half hour movie became like. A five-hour mini-series, and you can't re- fast forward. And they they come in the middle of sentences. Yes, so we'll talk, be talking like, "Say, what are you gonna do about Cheerios?" This is, <laughs> and you, Jack Lemon was just about to tell us all about his childhood, but no, I have to see the bumblebee. I feel like. Those kinds of apps kind of ruin the movie. Maybe that's why it, um, if Beale Street could talk, I'd be kind of bored and sad at the same time. But I think it's because of all that. I don't think it helped. That's for sure. No, since it's we already quiet movie. started about talking about it, let's continue talking about it. Because we kind of didn't really... This was the first week... This is the first time of all of our episodes that... We just agreed to two movies we both hadn't seen. So it's not like we chose, hey, this is an amazing movie. You would like it. Pick this. You know, so so I think it's okay to just dive right in. Well, let's talk about Beale Street Could Talk. I, I know it's sad, but it, it should have been, for me, I wish that, I, I don't know what it was missing, but it's, it is so sad. But it is a true crime story in in yeah. essence. But what, I don't. What is it know. about? <laughs> well, what it really is about is the young people's struggle. So so, oh shoot! I'm such an ass. So I know that um, I don't know their names either. Okay, I do. Her name is Sharon Rivers. That is who Regina King plays, and she plays the mother of the young lady. S-H-I-T. Where is my phone? I wanted to look up the main girl character. Well, anyway, she plays the mother of this gorgeous girl. And she's in love with this boy named 
Fani. They call him Fani, but it's Alfonso. And they grew up together and they grew up basically kind of so close to the hip that it was more a brother-sister relationship. And then suddenly, of course, like many a story as life goes on, you know, you start to see everyone's beauty and their teens and now they're curious about bodies. Blah, blah, blah. In that a part nutshell. was actually very cute, though. Oh, adorable. <laughs> adorable. Um, and then she, she gets pregnant with Fanny's baby. And then it kind of all derails from there, really. The heart of the movie, though, is this really sad moment. Base, not moment, but um, Fanny gets accused of raping a, a woman. And they basically uh, just lock him right up. He kind Mm -hmm. of doesn't seem to have, I mean, unfortunately, this is. It's still an issue we have today, sadly. I don't even know if it's ever going to go away. And that's the scariest part. And I, Mm -hmm. I can say that knowing that I'm like a very privileged white gal, but I am so sad for everyone of color when it comes to how, uh, you know, um, the cops and mm-hmm. public officials treat them because it's just heinous. Basically, pretty sure he didn't. Pretty sure he did not rape his girl. Well, I don't think he did because when his girlfriend is talking, she because she goes on, she becomes like a freaking detective. I swear, but she's she's able. She looks at the, like the map of where the rape happened versus where he lives. And there's no, they said he'd seen him running from the scene of the crime. It's way too far for him to have ever ran. Because it's, like, on completely different sides of the river. Uh-huh. Which it's New York City. That could be miles upon miles. Right. So, there, he just got, I think, the sad thing is, the person that's raped, it's a, it's a um, Hispanic well, woman. Another minority. Another sadly. minority. And they probably just pushed her through it saying, well, who found it? What he looked like? And she was, you know, you're, you're traumatized. You don't know what the hell just happened. Well, and he wanted it to be well, over. So I'm sure they led that. And then they got some racist white cop guy that came out and just grabbed the first young dude that kind of looked like him. Who had a vendetta possibly against mm-hmm. that person. He looked like a smarmy SOB anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Actually, that is that is not false. And I'm just trying to find out this girl's first name. It's driving me nuts. Her, the, the sister's name is Ernestine, I think. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> right about that. But I like her sister. <laughs> her sister was... So there's a scene at the, near the very beginning. There were two scenes that I, like, really fell in love with. Mm-hmm. There's so many good scenes, but I'm talking about scenes that featured Regina King. But, um... So the beginning when the young girl is confessing to Fani's family that she is having his baby and his mother, well, for one, it's like the exact shocking opposite of like what a family would be. I feel like usually most families are like all in. So if mom and dad are always like in the same boat. So, but in this family dad is like yes awesome congratulations mom's like this is a bastard because <laughs> she's like a ho- ho- holy roller i think is what ernesty calls her like a high she thinks she's better than what she is because she's a religious woman 
Those people are always like the worst. Sorry if you are a super religious person. I doubt you're listening to this podcast. But I'm just saying, the people that are really flaunted like this character, and if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about, tend to kind of have the worst outlook towards people. Like, you're not supposed to judge people, but they're the quickest to judge. Yeah. There's a difference between being, like, religious and church-going and having faith. Like, you can... There's a fine line between going to, I want to teach everyone and make everyone mm-hmm. like me, as opposed to, I respect you with what you believe, right. and I'm going to continue to believe what I believe. Well, she's she's like, all oh, I'm better than thou. But meanwhile, your son's in jail currently, like, falsely imprisoned. But still, like, where are you standing when you're, you know what I mean? It's not like you're yeah. any better than me. Right, and she's right. still willing to stay with him, knowing that he never did it. So you should give her some props anyway. Right, well, she's one- a steadfast girl. And by the way, the character's name is Tish. Oh, she's so pretty, though, right? Oh my, stunning! <laughs> she's a natural stunning. beauty. Um, there's this. The dad actually hits the mom. The, I I was so happy, but I know it was wrong. My jaw dropped. My jaw literally. <gasps> I did an audible gasp. And um, I know it was wrong, but I was like, okay, you kind of deserved it, though. Just a little. Uh, yeah. Just a little, just a little bit. <laughs> right around that time, I wrote, Regina can do amazing angry tears yelling. Because oh. then the men leave because they decide, hey, guess what? I need to get out of here. I've just erupted like a volcano. Get me drunk. Let's get drunk. And so Regina King was like, you, you go. You go. Take care of yourselves. And then she starts standing up for her daughter, standing up for Fani, and she's yelling, and she's so full of spirit and spit, and she's starting to cry, but it's, it's like, just making her more fiery. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a great acting moment. And she it doesn't, and her tears never weaken her. What I, re- I like about her character is, the way it's written anyway is the you know she's confessing to her mother her mother already knows she's upset because you know her her best friend her lover they i think they're planning on getting married anyway but there's some kind of issue at the at with law to begin with i i think is that through the wrench into it because they're already living together and she's nervous mom i think knows what's up because moms aren't stupid and she never, you know, and she never once, she, you can tell she never, she never gets angry at her. She never is upset with her. Yes, she's only 19. But this family literally came together and did not judge her, which in most movies, they would have been a screaming match because she's only 19 and now her boyfriend's in jail kind of thing. So that was refreshing. But you can tell that the way she can, uh, this, she's kind of like the glue holding the whole family together. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And I just thought it was beautiful how they handled the whole situation. Like the daughter, she's bowing her head because she's she she feels like she's ashamed. You know, she's ashamed her family out of that kid. And then um, Ernestine tells her to not bow her head, which I thought was like really pretty. So yeah, and then the other two sisters, uh, Fani. Oh my god, they're so righteous and they're kind of ugly, pompous. And and trying to put them down, and then her sister even like growls harder, like a freaking Rottweiler. Oh. And and I love when 
women are so self-assured and confident in their power that they can get in someone's I've never I've I I will never have this moment but getting another one's face and being like if you keep talking to us like this and if you don't get out of my fucking house I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna and it's just all words that it, they're so driven by by a rage that I've never known. I always put my tail between my legs, you know? I'm like, I get angry and then I get nervous and then I back off. That's what I do too. But I I think some of that comes with having to be the protector of somebody else maybe. Like you're not the, are you the youngest sibling? No, I'm the oldest. You're the oldest sibling? Yeah, so well, you're the youngest sibling. So what's my excuse? Oh <laughs> uh, well, well, I mean, you look the youngest. If it makes you feel better, thank you. You too. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like these women also, I don't know. They seem more protective, or maybe they're just a stronger kind of person. I think yeah, it's something I, that comes with motherhood. We also <laughs> like had to look out for each other more so than true. Maybe say nowadays teens and siblings i don't know i also just had a different family dynamic i was four or five years older for my sister and brother so they were really close and so i was not part of that and so they i bet had each other's backs i was cool. kind of the outsider also think of the time period this is in they always would have had to been looking out for each other especially young um young black women young girls yeah. They were not kind whatsoever, and they're still not kind. But yeah. I'd like to say it was worse then, but I don't even know anymore. So. Oh, gosh. Who knows? <laughs> I, I, I think know. it's like history keeps, which is when we think things might be getting a little bit better, then, like, something awful will happen. And it, it just keeps, and it just backtracks a million times. It just keeps getting worse. So I don't know when the rubber band will switch entirely. Maybe it just needs a snap. It's going to snap, it. probably. I know what happened, and it happened four years ago. <laughs> um, then oh, there's a scene where she's, like, going to bed at, in in the house, and she's fully pregnant now. Yeah. And the mom is, like, and, and Regina King, as Sharon is, she just, says, she just keeps saying all the best quotes a mom could say, which she's I don't. It's so supportive. It's just it's, beautiful. It's written, like, poetry, but she's, oh. like, Love has gotten you this far. You believed in love. Trust love all the way. And I'm like, yeah. Like, this was like, it's like the best mom moment because she comes in, that's still her baby. It'll, she'll always be her baby. And she knows she can't help her. Oh. Because there's oh, like nothing she can do. Baby, <laughs> it will linger on. I know that song. <laughs> but no, she's well, like she's she's having nightmares. She's so upset because she feels like it's all her fault. Fonny's stuck in there, and her mom knows there's nothing she can do. But the only yeah. thing she can do is keep her focused on the one one good thing they have is that one kid. So she takes care of herself at least. Yeah. Which I'm just I just really this this mom was great. It's just yeah. nice to see them. She's so level headed the whole time. Yes, yes, and forgiving. And supportive, uh, an absolute support, and just a guidance. And that's exactly the opposite of what he had, which Ugh. is sad because if maybe if all the all the family could have been on the same page, 
they could have put all those forces together to figure it out. But I mean, at the same time, that's who knows if that would have worked out any better. It's just always be better to be in solidarity than mm -hmm. in opposition. I mean, I mean, they're already against him anyway because he didn't he didn't follow the same path that they wanted him to because I feel like they had some kind of money and he comes off as a very smart, charismatic man, but formal education either was shoved down his throat where he was just like, screw you guys, I don't want to do this anymore, which I could see him doing with his mom, or it just wasn't for him because sometimes it's not for people. I mean, but he's smart as hell. Fani can mm -hmm. speak in fluent Spanish mm -hmm. and taught himself all these, I mean, when it comes to... Uh, creating those pieces of art he's like a woodshop person mm -hmm. and it takes it's not some of it is a lot of i mean i think it's a lot of math and oh, stuff yeah. like that that i definitely i remember that kind of stuff i cannot make anything for <laughs> shit i can't split a fraction i can't add i can add <laughs> i can't i can't <laughs> forget it you know it's even as simple as like Add one third of a cup to f one fourth of a cup, and then another one half of a cup. I'm gonna no. get out. I'm gonna get out all my cups and use each one. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I not like doing it. math. I'm I gonna like literally it. use the third, then the fourth, and then the half. That <laughs> way, I know it's right. <laughs> I love so, it. Screw you, math teacher. I'm not not using these fractions. <laughs> Before I go on my crazy tangent, I have one more thing. So mm -hmm. Regina King, um, all the, the the family saves up to go for one of them to go to Puerto Rico to talk to the victim because her name is, I believe her name is Victoria Rogers, the rape victim. And there is an insanely amazing scene between Regina King Regina King's Sharon and the rape victim, Vict Victoria Rogers. And it is so sad. It's heartbreaking. And both women are just at the end of their end of their rope. And mm -hmm. they literally are not trying to make the other person suffer. But there's nothing they can do. And at that point, I feel like the victim, she is, she's just lost. She literally, because the, the police have... Uh, force fed her this is mm -hmm. the person who did it and whether or not he did it at this point that's what she has to believe to make herself feel better at night otherwise she's just no, a walking gone. target it could happen mm -hmm. again and so but then for her for regina king she's like trying to fight show her his character tell her that this is not something this man could do it's not in his soul it is such a heart-wrenching scene and mm -hmm. man can regina king act she is just <laughs> she can make you feel everything <laughs> it, it's it's such a good scene it made me so sad to watch and both actresses were nailing it just oh so sad i mean that's something issue though that they have with the cops anyway is that they force feed these confessions to people so that oh. they pin it on the wrong person, especially uh -huh. if he has a issue with him to begin with. Yes, I agree with that. That's that's happening now. It happens all like, the time. There's force. There's false confessions all the time. Yeah, it's 
pretty sad. I think in a lot of the cases I watch online, whether it be Dateline, whether it be YouTube, a lot of it is just they're so desperate to mm. – uh, it's not about the journey. It's about the destination. And so they have to have an outcome. They have to have a person. They, if you, if you're, they're trying so long to figure out who it is, then that's just less time for them to pin it on. You know, it's so crazy. There's, there's even a show I've been watching on HBO Go, and it's just like this, where they're, they're just so certain that they want to do what's easiest. They want the easiest outcome mm-hmm. and the quickest outcome. And so, like, if it if things become too complicated or too messy, they will be like, no, 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 that's impossible. We're going with this. This is what's happening. And the sad thing is, because the victim was not American-born, she wasn't living probably in the best neighborhood. They're going to rush through it. And if it was an affluent white woman, white girl. Oh, yeah. They would have took better turn on trying to find the right person. And they probably wouldn't have forced fed her. This is who did it. Because maybe she had seen him before. And that's why she picked him. But she could have seen him at the store. Right. Or walking down the street. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you just associate it. Because maybe he did kind of. I'm assuming it was in the dark. So. so. Yeah. That's what they made it sound Yeah. So how well would you actually be able to see the attacker unless they had something very specific? Right. So they they just literally wanted to close it because of what it was. Yeah. And it's not fair to anybody involved. No. She she thinks she has her closure, but really she doesn't because if he didn't do it, then the asshole's still out there. So yeah, (laughs) gonna go do somebody else. So. There were uh, a couple of nice surprises with surprise minor characters <laughs> like Finn Winchock as the lawyer. I was so excited. I couldn't yeah. remember his name. And little Franco, little James Franco, but what's <laughs> Dave Franco? I'm not sure. He, yeah. He Dave, plays, yeah, Dave, I think. Is so, the younger brother, right? One of my, yeah, one of, this is not a very lighthearted movie, no. but one of my favorite scenes is. Okay, this is also, by the way, a cheesy moment, a sweet, loving moment, but also, like, nearly impossible. But Fani takes Tish to this, um, literally, it's like a flip your house moment, where you would need, like, millions of dollars to flip this. I don't even know what it was. It looked like they were in, like, a warehouse Mm -hmm. in, like, the meat district. And he's like, "Um, it's really cute men start improving that they're they're um, moving the couch together and this is where we're going to put the fridge and we're going to move the fridge here and she's looking at it like mm, I mean I don't see one fucking outlet but okay <laughs> <laughs> like it's just uh, oh man it's so cute it's like the sliver of realness like I don't know I guess I've been to apartments like that where it looks impossible but that was a good way to handle it it was such a cute moment and that was also a moment with little Franco little Franco the better I'm, the song sh- I'm sure he doesn't appreciate that nickname hey uh, you know what I like him better than his brother so he can take it it's fine, it's fine. I don't really watch enough of either of their stuff to know them to have a super opinion but um 
Um, I did write one more thing. This is not about Regina King, but there's this one scene where Fani is is hanging out with a man that he knows that was in prison wrongfully. Mm-hmm. And holy cow, that scene was amazing. The man is just, uh, I wish I could, I should have written the character's name, but he was, he was convicted of stealing a car when he couldn't even drive one. And I, I don't know why that like really shocked the pants off of me. And then yeah. he just, they make you feel just scared, mm-hmm. just, just scared. And he was, he's like, you don't know, doing the whole, I'm not trying to cry, but I'm crying. It's happening, even though I don't, I'm trying to keep it from happening, mm-hmm. which is some of the hardest acting ever. Cause once you feel tears, it's much easier to let them go than to try to stifle them. Oh my gosh. This this movie is very it wired me up. It made me so sad afterwards. It made me really sad. You always pick the saddest movie. I didn't know it was gonna be sad. I didn't I actually didn't know it was gonna be sad. I thought that I don't know. I I thought it was gonna be more about well it was about race relations. It, and yeah. Of course that's gonna be very upsetting um, horrendous upsetting it was done by barry jenkins so it's going to be very raw (laughs) i i don't know what i was thinking i guess i mean it was up for a lot of oscars the year it came out jenkins so yeah so i mean i don't know i still give it two thumbs up i did think it was a little slow of a start like i didn't know where it was gonna go for a long time I thought it, I thought it was really just going to be a love story for a while mm-hmm. about this girl and guy and they're having this baby out of wedlock and then it became boom he's in jail about crime and falsely accused yeah. and and so so I guess you know okay maybe I would do one thumb up one thumb to the side or maybe like that's how I feel about it but. But I'm more, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more towards two thumbs up because I thought every actor, there was not one actor who was a clunker. You know how every movie has like a weak link, like a clunker? Yeah. I don't feel, I feel like there were no clunkers. <laughs> like last week in Lady in the Water, we had a big clunker. It was <sighs> M. Night himself was a clunker. <laughs> also, like, uh, Bill Balaban isn't that great in that movie. And there's, I mean, he's good. I like Bill Balaban, but maybe I just didn't like his character. But yeah, like, the, not one actor was, it felt like everyone was very, very authentic, which I appreciated. Even, um, oh crap, what was the name of the lawyer guy? I always call him Dandy, so I don't know his name. Oh, I don't I don't know the name of the lawyer guy, but it's Finn Wentrock is his real life That's name. It. That's it. That's his real life name. I call him Dandy anytime I see him because of American Horror Story. Yeah. And I know he's had many other characters since then, but that's the one that stuck in my head, so that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so. I love it. I love it. Um Yeah, and I just I thought that it was it was still still good. Still good. Do you want to move on to the harder they fall? I can. I can. I like this movie. <laughs> okay. Well, it, bring it home, girl. The harder they fall is also packed with a bunch of people. And it's pretty much a spaghetti western. If uh, I had to classify sure. it. Um, it's got... It's a story of about a young man 
think his name is Nate Love. I think that's his name. Yes. And um, it, he's pretty much on a revenge mission um, with his own cowboy gang against Idris Elba, who's the big bad guy cowboy gang. Oh, he's so he, fucking hot. I know, but he's a bad person. In this. Yeah, but who cares? <laughs> I do. Who killed... <laughs> Who killed his mother and father and then marked his face with a cross when he Especially was maybe Harry what? Potter. Eight on his, a little bit, it did. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just on this giant rampage of revenge to find him and kill him and anyone that was part of it. And it's pretty badass. And it's so, with Regina King, I think, is dating the Idris Elba character who is just amazing. Her name is Trudy Smith. <laughs> In the movie Trudy. Trudy. Um, Trudy Smith has a weird accent that I can't place. But no, I can't either. I don't know what she's doing. She has this weird accent and she has this fabulous hat and she wears these great dresses and you don't want to mess with it. Do you think it's a fabulous hat? She has a hat and a scarf, which makes me go, what's happening? If I had to rank hats, I'm going to choose Stagecoat Mary. Stagecoach Mary, because she looks great. That's Sazzy Beats. <laughs> Are you talking about the girl who he's banging? With the big hair? Yes. Yes. And yes. Stagecoach Mary, how freaking cool you, is that? She's making the top hat look good. She's hot, man. I'm not into the ladies, but I would think about it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she is hot and a great actress. She, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, Regina King, though, I did write something like, why a scarf and a hat? I think it's to keep her hair intact under the hat. Because <laughs> she's, you know, she's committing crimes. So it's really, if you know a spaghetti western, it's like bad guys versus good guys. And I guess it's a historical fiction, so the story itself isn't true. But the writer has pretty much picked a bunch of real-life people out of history and squashed them all together. You think? Yeah, I did some research on it. <laughs> oh my gosh, look at you. Sometimes I do that. I did not for this. <laughs> I, I mean, I did because I wasn't sure. I, like, is it supposed to be funny or is it not? It's not a funny movie. I mean, it's got funny parts. No. But um, it, it's it's just literally a Western and she plays the bad guy, one of the bad guys. It reminded me of Young Guns meets Kill Bill. Yeah, it has a very Tarantino feel. Because the the whole the revenge for um not not revenge sake, but it was like till I die, I will never. This is going to happen. It was it did have that feel. Also for me, I got a Baz Luhrmann feel, but I know it wasn't. The color I think palette. it was just because, huh? The color palette. That, but more so because I love how they. I usually hate this. And it doesn't happen very often, but they, with the time period, they mixed like reggae music mm-hmm. and rap, and the the soundtrack clearly does not match the the set and the time. But it it's so cool. It's well done. I'm like Gatsby when they do that, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Yes, oh, I did not. I did not like it in Gatsby. I, d- I didn't even, I've watched parts of Marie Antoinette with Kirsten Dunst, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it then either. It's very, it's hit or miss. 
this this idea? I think it, I believe I was told it was written or directed by a musician. So. Oh, then maybe that's why. And I, um, I, I loved it. All the, all the choices made sense. And I, I was reading that it did so well on Netflix. This actually probably would have done really well in theaters just because it was just a So fun then why, why did they pick it up? Because of probably it's an unknown COVID. director, COVID. Oh. Um, we don't get many. It's literally an all-black cast. We haven't been getting as many as those. We do get them, but... Well, I, I mean, but that's not a good enough reason to not put it out. I would have seen... I don't go out to theater anymore, like, live, in-person, movie, theater, theater. But, I mean, I definitely would watch it if... I Yeah. It would be nice to see on the big screen because they do the amount of blood they actually use for every like gunshot is done very well. It's not overdone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not overdone, and the color is great, which gives you that a little bit of a Tarantino. But he goes a little great with the blood. But I don't know. I just maybe because there wasn't a big enough name attached to it. Even though there are big names, that's the part we can't understand why. Because you got Regina King, you have Idris Elba, you have Lakeith Stanfield. It. I don't know. Wow. Well, that is weird. Maybe maybe I don't understand the difference between movies in the big screen and Netflix and Hulu. Because I do think maybe Netflix and Hulu might even be better for people's careers than being a premiere in an actual movie movie. Well, a lot of the times, we've been seeing it a lot. I don't know if it's just COVID, but, or whatever, or just whatever the movie theaters are doing now. They'll have a big blockbuster comes in and it just squishes out anything that's remotely kind of different and interesting. Like they'll give one theater to, I'm going to bring up Titan, which is a weird French movie. I didn't like it. Alex I don't even, it. I've never heard of it. What it's is it a, called? It's called Titan. It's a French movie. She gets with a car. She gets impregnated by a car. It's weird. It takes some weird turns. Oh, I think um, I saw a commercial for it's this. It's weird. That thing no, was thank only you. In, it wasn't my thing. But even that, or Lamb, it was in one theater. It was only around for so long. And then it was gone because Soup Spider-Man came out or another Marvel movie came out. And they oh. take up all the theaters. And then we'd never get a chance to watch anything different. Um because, you know, I never had to see Tammy Faye because I couldn't find it in theaters. I have it. I own it. <laughs> uh, I bought it and didn't care. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like this movie would have done well. I think the color palette kind of reminds me of Baz Luhrmann a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And, and the choice of different music that doesn't fit, mm-hmm. it fit perfectly. I, I actually wrote John Legend is our generation's Mel Torme. <laughs> because he's so recognizable once he starts singing, and I'm—I wouldn't say I'm a well, I'm, I'm not like a hater of John Legend, but I'm just not like a o- overt fan. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just didn't realize how, how his movie, his movie, his voice is like a fingerprint. Like when I hear him, there's no mm-hmm. question it's John Legend. And there's one scene where it's—it's it's kind of one of these sad scenes where a bunch of people. Like they're all off in the sunset, like, uh, like riding in their horses, and they're he's like lost and discouraged, and John Legend's voice starts up, and you're like, oh my word, this is poignant, and I know for a fact it's John Legend. 
Yeah, I love pretty. him. I think I might love him. He has a very pretty voice, but my favorite number is the stagecoach Mary number at the beginning with the oh. shotgun because <laughs> she just <laughs> looks so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like um, I like so much about it. I also wrote Cherokee Bill is hot. H A W T. I don't even know why they call him Cherokee Bill. I doubt he's even part <laughs> Cherokee. <laughs> Like, I wrote so many weird that These notes are way more sporadic. Pardon. There's more going on in this movie. I wrote, the hoods are like the KKK meets the strangers. That's what I thought. Like, like the, the weird strangers? Hood? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 well, clearly we hate them. Well, clearly obviously. they're evil. Well, that's the problem with this movie. You know, you're supposed to, you're supposed to hate Idris Elba's group, right? But how? When it's got him in it. And when yeah, he, but he did spit on the table. And at the very beginning, in the very first scene, he spit on the table. That's not sanitary. Yeah, well, this is before they knew of COVID, okay? We can spit on anything we wanted then. I spit on your grave. <laughs> I spit on it. The part where he's locked in that... Um, when they're, I think they're taking him to jail or something, and his his crew takes over the train, leading leading it is Lakeith Stanfield, who you just want to punch the whole time because he's just a jackass, and then Trudy, who you know she's pretty much running it because I I'm pretty sure she's blanking the boss, but who knows? Um, and he like takes a breath when he gets out, and the whole like atmosphere moves. <laughs> Did you see that? Yes. That's terrifying. Yes. What was that? <laughs> what? There was another moment, like, when he goes inside the bar. I can't remember which time. There's a couple bar scenes. But and, there's um, the West, so there's going to be tons of bar scenes. Yes, that's true. <laughs> pa- pa- <laughs> um, what, what? Pace yourself? Not pace yourself. But, you know, I'm trying to say. Pace yourself. It's like, yes. And it's... Um, <laughs> And um, I'm not even drinking today, by the way. So I don't know why I can't talk. Um, There's this part where a blue dancing person. Oh, my God. What was that? And they're just blue. And it's it's like if avatars became (laughs) frightening ghouls. And just one. Just one. You only need one. And... It also reminded me heavily of Mystique <laughs> for some oh, reason. Oh, right, right. It's very much like a slithering, um, yeah, like this a slithering being that no one's expecting, but but for some reason, totally there, totally in the moment. <laughs> There's and everyone's scene. fine with it. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, this is totally normal. Oh, jeez, Penny. Penny, can you just can you just put on a tutu or a bralette or something? <clears throat> Gosh, come back here with some fucking threads well, on. Okay. At least <laughs> undies, right? Anything. No, she didn't. I don't know if she did or not. I couldn't she tell. They had, well, they were not was. obvious enough for me. <clears throat> they weren't. Um. I was going to say, there's that scene where Regina, this is after they have kidnapped the stagecoach, gorgeous, mm-hmm. top hat girl. Stage and Regina, 
Oh my goodness. And it's a great name as well. It is as well. And Regina King is sitting there and she's kind of a hostage at this point because she's tied up on a chair and she is theirs for, you know, whatever, whatever they want to do with her. And Regina King is just cutting this apple. And, you know, in a lot of movies, they do this. Like mm-hmm. in one movie, I feel like it's like a special gift that if you can cut just the skin around the apple it means something special you know like that you know what i think this is a part of sleepless in seattle where he goes your mom was able to cut an apple and just in one swoop and then meg ryan does it later and it's like oh it's meant to be well this is not the kismet moment but it's just so cool because i think it shows how controlled but deadly Regina King is because Regina King's telling this creepy fucking story of her sister like being <laughs> something about she I can't believe they choked her out. I thought she was a goner. Oh, that's her stagecoach, Mary. That's yeah. the same scene where they tried to they came up from behind her and started choking her. I thought she really was gonna die. Well, that whole scene though, man, now I'm embarrassed. I don't remember the whole story. But um, her sister pretty much got pushed down the stairs, broke her ankle, and she didn't stand up for her sister and protect her. So her dad beat her ass for it. Yes, and then, but then when her sister died, she, her, yeah, yeah, they she was starting to stand up for her sister. I think she was starting fights, so they sent her away, and then she wasn't there, and her sister was killed. Yes, and this is all done way more articulately and dramatically. <laughs> and and after you want to have a, a bite of apple pie, maybe put some cheese on it because it was such a good story. <laughs> I don't know. Make some crisps from that skin. I bet you can dehydrate those crisps. Make you crisps. know what kills me is that that knife she's using to de-skin the apple. I don't know what you would call it. Flay the apple. Um, <laughs> it's not a fish. Play fish. Play a fish. The apple. Um, it's attached to her body on a chain like a bungee, so she can't lose that during a knife fight. But she uses yeah. it later. <laughs> it's yeah. terrifying. It's. Oh man, I think in this movie, I would say this: the acting from Regina King is just different. It's oh, the yeah. part is not as all the feels like mm-hmm. it was Sharon in if Beale Street could talk. You That's are a great person. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, well not only is a good person, but like every feeling person. she is feeling, you are, she is emoting it so well and really feeling it to such an extreme that you are as well. Whereas in this one, you just think, man, if I was as big of a badass. No one would touch me either. I would wow. do so much. I could get so much accomplished. <sighs> and my hair would look great at all times because I wear that scarf. Because she's got those braids. She's on the horse. I think it's to hold her hair down. Because that's just smart. That was the only part. I, I actually put question marks by that. But what I enjoyed was her <laughs> royal blue overcoat. Yes. Doesn't yes. she fight in that too? Yes. Yes, she does. She's and this fight in that thing. This is a major, major kick-ass, kill-bill type girl fight 
that happens near the end and it's between stagecoach Mary and uh, Trudy and it's it's pretty well done and I gotta say this I'm not sure I got my phone here I think Regina King is up there I don't She's I mean fifties She's I in her fifties she, she might be the female Liam Neeson because like girl I'm just saying <laughs> this is a knockout drawn brawl and first of all she runs away because. Um, they run out of ammo, is what it is. Stagecoach Mary, Coach Mary is shooting at her. They both run out of ammo, so she runs away to this weird dye shop, which is that's just fun. I don't know why you pick there, but that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they both throw their guns down, like fuck it, we're still gonna do this. And they continue to beat the holy shit out of each other. It is yeah. the coolest scene ever. There's a pitchfork. There's the, the knife comes back on a chain, which I think is blinged, by the way. <laughs> Oh, she's 51. Yeah. She's 51. Still, though. She can still yeah. outrun me. <laughs> yeah. She, she's pretty. She's pretty, she's pretty cool, man. Pretty I am jealous of her in so many ways. Oh. I wrote Kick-Ass Lady with the sparring skills. Which, if you watch, <laughs> Trudy's character's face does not get very bloody until like, towards the end of the fight. Like, Zazie's face, or Mary's face... Is just covered because her nose is bleeding. Her face, she gets punched in the face. Like Trudy's face stays beautiful until like right at the end where she, I think she smacks her with a shovel or something. Yeah, and then that's curtains. It's over because she does not get back up. That that was but, the. But at the end, she's standing in the silhouette. You could see her hands, and there she is. Because there's going to be a sequel, possibly maybe a prequel. He's working on what. It. Yeah. Is that what they're saying? That's what he. That's what I read. So. Oh my goodness! I mean, I would but like. She I got back it. up. The bitch got back up. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you double tap, ladies. Like Idris Elba went down. So okay, spoiler alert. There's a Shalomon. That's twist. the whole point of this. That's the whole yeah. point. <laughs> There's a Shalomon twist. Idris Elba. Shalomon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Idris Elba and that love. I can't remember his name, but he's the lead guy. From that Lovecraft Country show that started off great, but they got real boring in the middle. Um, they're brothers, they're half brothers, because Idris Elba's dad was POS. He left them for dead. He found God and got a new family, so Idris was mad and killed him. So he's on this long bad guy speech where he's like, Oh, you're worse than me because I would never kill my brother. And then, you know, Nat, Nat shoots him, but he's crying. It's a whole situation. He died like that. But Trudy, is it Trudy? Tracy? Yeah, Trudy. Trudy. Trudy gets hit in the face with a shovel. <laughs> and we think she's dead with that bitch back up. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. You know, it's, it's kind of a wimp. Like, she didn't shed a tear once. Idris Elba's over here bawling like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's six foot three. But she is really good at talking, like, in this movie with, like, the conviction that scares people. Well, for one, the apple scene. I think that was probably my favorite scene, actually. But then there's a scene where they, at the, near the beginning, we're introduced to the, his gang, Idris Alba's gang, and they go on this train. And the train is full <laughs> of, like, really rich, affluent, mid white people. And soldiers. And, um, and soldiers, yeah. And mm -hmm. they're like, hey, we're gonna fuck shit up. And they're like, ooh, ooh. 
<laughs> and so um <laughs> they but Aegis Abla is locked up in like a very weird boxish like a lead cage. <laughs> and so she is like she basically has a paragraph long, maybe longer monologue. But she's like, so this is what we're doing. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, and, and like second in command. So. Yes. And her eyes do not waver. She never, not one hesitation, sigh, pause, nothing. So um, I wrote one speech unlocks Idris Alba some powerful words. Because <laughs> like after she's done talking her very long speech, the, the young man just unlocks him immediately. There's not even a question because she's so uh, she's so controlled. It's insane. And then that's even funnier because then um, they go, this has nothing to do with Regina King, but it does. Same scene. They go, who can drive this train? And like the one dopey kid raises his hand and then everyone else gets shot to death. And he's already been shot once. <laughs> And, and he's like this, this like little sad hands like <laughs> like oh no. The thing is, he's probably we're gonna say maybe fourteen would have been the age that you'd have been in the army then. I got the sense he was like seventeen or eighteen, but uh, I'm just he's probably seventeen or eighteen. But I like to think of traditionally how old <laughs> they would be, and I would have laughed my ass off. Definitely like that. I don't know why that shocked me, but it did shock me. I was, I, this movie shocked me in a couple parts too. Like that, when they just started killing everyone else, that shocked <laughs> that me. me. And then, um, well, like I said, during the apple cutting filleting scene, when they started, sh- I mean, I should have known that's what you do with a hostage, He's a prisoner. Him. You start, um, you know, tormenting really- them. Phased her that much. That's just the body's normal reaction of getting strangled. I mean, but she had marks. I yeah. I mean, she still looked pretty defiant afterwards. So yeah. Well, that's because badass bitches look defiant. How did she not lose that hat ever? I don't understand how it stayed on her head. Yeah, I don't either. If I don't I ever meet her. I'd be like, you need to wear this hat all the time. It's your thing. <laughs> It's just really good looking. I've never seen anyone pull off a hat like that before. There's a there's a Friends episode where Joey has to look sophisticated, oh and Lord. he goes to the, and he goes to the coffee shop with a top hat on, and you know that, that's freaking ridiculous. Matt LeBlanc in a top hat. So not everyone can pull this look no. off. <laughs> because she's also got her natural hair, which is wild. It's just yeah. wild, and it's there. And it just looks great. I don't know. I wish I could pull off a beret. Why not? You could pretend to be Madeline. I don't think I... I don't think I under... A, where do you find one? B, is it supposed to poof? Or is it supposed to droop? <laughs> I think it's supposed to droop. I would want it to droop. I would like it in between. I would like it a little bit of a poof droop, a, a poofed. But if it's too poofed, it looks like a chef's hat. Yeah, but if it's too drooped, you just look real sad. <laughs> <laughs> Your hat is showing the inner. The I've become a sad French mime. I don't know where this went. 
talking about hats. Talking about hats. Well, I would give this movie um, a thumbs up. And a th- okay, I'm borderline two thumbs up. But there's one thumb up and one thumb to the side just because. Just because. There was, um, I had a couple moments where I thought it was going slowly. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true. Maybe it was just, you know, some, there are some factors, folks. We are only mere mortal critics. Yeah, but maybe true. it was late at night. I mean, I do remember <laughs> watching it. Unfortunately, it wasn't like the Pluto TV thing. But it was like, I tried watching it one day. And then people came over. And, and then, and so I got 20 minutes here. And then I got 15 minutes that time. So, like, did I, so I watched it for sure, and I loved it, but I would say it was, like, a sporadic showing. So, maybe that affects my half, my little sideways thumb. Yeah. I would say two thumbs up. I would do two thumbs up because I, my, one of my favorite scenes is the bank, where they go to the literal white bank. It's white with white people. The whole town is white. And the one that you know is a chick, but she prefers to be, I think, be a man. So she might be trans. They might be trans. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but she, they dress like a guy. And she can't find the gun in her dress because <laughs> there's too many layers. But that's yeah, cool. that's funny. I, I would give it two thumbs up because there's just so much going on in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's like a feast for your eyes. That sounds dorky. It's right here, <laughs> but but it's true. And also your ears, because there's so much music I like have not heard before. That not necessarily music I would like immediately turn on. That I dug, and really I liked. Like it doesn't really force you to feel a certain way with the movie, but it just kind of amplifies what's there. Oh, yeah, they're not beating us over the head with, like, a moral or anything. Mm -hmm. There is no moral. (laughs) I mean, mean, in the end, they're all kind of bad people. Yeah, it's just... They're all willing to kill. They're all willing to torture. Yeah, well, it's the West. It's the Wild West. Wild, wild West. It was wild. They didn't call it the Gentle West. They call it the Wild West. Like Will Smith. Oh, well, he went real wild once the other day. Um, sidebar, I had my very first rehearsal for the show I'm going to be in, Death Trap. Mm-hmm. And it was at the same time and on the same night as the Oscars. So I didn't get to see the Oscars. And I am so fucking disappointed <laughs> that I didn't get to see the Oscars. When I got home, Michael, who doesn't, he hates award shows, so he, he doesn't watch any of that. He was like, did you hear what happened with Will Smith? I'm like, what? Did he win for King Richard? I'm sure he, he did. did. He was like, well, that's not what, that's not what I'm about that. to tell you. And then, well, what do you think about that? It was bullshit. <laughs> he, should, he shouldn't yeah. have been able to do that. Definite, I'm going to take a well, hard... I'm going to take a hard stance and say it was uncalled for. And oh, absolutely. Whatsoever. Well, be able to and should have are like, anyone can do, is able to do whatever they want. But the thing is, is he's so, ta- that's tacky. If it you want to so get in a fight with Chris Rock, right? wait till 
the after party at some stupid celebrity's house. Wait, you could he should have just took him aside and said that wasn't called for and been a man about it. And he honestly he thinks he was manly and I just think it was kind of disgusting. And the more they, they say actually, about it, uh, it pisses me off more at I, them. I don't I haven't listened to much about it, but after I saw the couple clips, well for one, Mike found clips of people on TikTok from Australia who freaking posted because they did not get any edits. So it, cause you hear Will Smith go, get my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. He says it, he screams it twice yeah. after he hits him. Yeah. Um, and I he guess- He doesn't hit him, he bitch slapped him. Let us reiterate. Oh, I thought he punched him. He slapped him like a bitch. Oh, I didn't know that. That's even better, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just think the, like, wh- I, I, you know, I got to be honest. I respect Will Smith a lot less. Oh, I do too. And sure. I, I actually, and then my, I don't know why, but on Monday morning, I talked to my dad in the morning because I always do before work. And he, he said, did you hear, did you, I know you couldn't watch the Oscars. Did you hear about what happened? Like, yeah, he's crazy, clearly. My dad's like, he was making fun of his wife. And I said, Wasn't what? what makes you think you, What makes you think that, daddy? And my dad's like, well, she's got a disease. I'm like, what makes you think Chris Rock knows this woman's personal plights? She's very open about her freaking plight about alopecia. Oh, well, I didn't know that, really. Yeah, but here's the thing. She's open about it. She came to the award show. With no hair, so she should be comfortable with it. You know what I mean? I'm not hating her on for that. All he said was he said a quip about GI Jane. They made fun of um, they made fun well, of the, Anne. They made fun of Anne Hathaway when her hair was all chopped off. The part that is very confusing for me is he makes that joke. Will Smith laughs. Yeah, his wife looks her eyes. at Jada. She's uh, not having it. All of the not having it. Mm-hmm. And then Will Smith is like, "Ooh, I'm gonna be an eighth grade boy." Yeah, pretty much. Though the fun thing to watch, me and Alex were watching it, is if you watch Lupita Nyong'o behind him after he sits down and starts screaming at him, she is just shocked. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know what to do. Like, she like mouths, "Wow." There's this girl that I worked with at the Maui Fringe Fest, and she, I'll have to send it to you. I don't know if she compiled it or what, but she basically just um, slanders Will Smith on her post and saying, like, that's never okay. Like, especially to a comic, it's literally their job to throw people under the bus. Like, if you don't like someone's joke, huh? You didn't write that joke. And that's even worse. Yeah. That makes it even sadder. So, but like, if you can't handle someone's joke, then take them off to the side, or mm-hmm. or fine, slander them on on your own accord. Don't physically brawl. This isn't the 1900s. And then, not, well, he gets there and gets his award. I know. So that's <laughs> even more bogus. So, um, so. Anyway, she has this compilation of all the actors in the audience's faces <laughs> after that happened. And it's a beaut, I gotta say. I didn't see it. I mean, my mom taped it 
They have DVR back up north. We are still churning butter in the backyard over here. No, I'm no. just joking. We have a lot of stuff we don't have. Cassie, do you like TikToks? Did you hear about this person who's ruining the transatlantic accent for me? No. I still, I don't know, some person, some, maybe it's a Karen situation, some Karen in the world Ugh. started doing Definitely this. Karen. It is a Karen situation. Some woman who has a TikTok who talks in the transatlantic accent all the time has has made it so people are now going, what is that accent? That is white privilege accent. And now I'm like, and my, my neighbor who lives in the back of us is like, yeah, you better cut that out for a while. I'm like, cut it out. I've been doing it for fucking years. Like that is, that's my go-to kid accent. That's my go-to silly girl accent. That's my go-to, like, I go like, even at school, I'm like, oh, I see. You can just leave your indoor shoes by the door. So everyone could trip on it. Oh, I see. That's interesting. You know, and the kids are like, Miss Alice. <laughs> and then I'm like, can you please move your shoes from the door, please? And then, and then I'm like, okay, now let's get serious. You know, like, I love you. Any, anyway, so, um, so now all of a sudden I've been told, don't do the accent. Because it is seen as racist. Or you're going to be seen as Karen. But, like, it's really hard for me. It's like a knee jerk. It's like, um, you know what it reminds me of? My transatlantic accent is like Jim Gaffigan's hot pocket. Like, you know when Jim, you know the comic Jim Gaffigan? Mm -hmm. Where he's like, I don't know if they're going to like that. And he, like, says something. And he has that really high Brothy voice? Yeah. Yeah, that is me doing this. I, I do this all the time. People, And so it's just sad. Like, I can't be myself for a while for fear of being a Karen. I would just do it and fuck people because that would be, I don't know. It's just TikTok. That was like a 20-minute interlude, and I'm really sorry about <laughs> I'm that. I'm going to have to mark it. <laughs> first my crap, then Michael, then <laughs> Transatlantic episode. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway. Okay, let's take a pause, <clears throat> a five-second pause, and then we'll say what we're doing next week. Okay. <sighs> sorry. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> next week, for, no, not next week, because we do every two weeks. I don't know if you guys are keeping up. But if you guys want to be A-plus students, you have to keep up. And you're going to have to watch the following films, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. are, drumroll please. In the Eyes of Tammy Faye. And Mama, which are Mama. both starring Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain. Which I forgot she was in, Mama. <laughs> yes. Um, and so those are the films we're going to be watching for next week. I don't, uh, so I have a mailer DVD of Tammy Faye. I'm going to look up if there's a way you could watch it. That's something I wanted to do for our internet lovelies. Was I think it's say, on HBO. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. in, Okay, I'm, I'm just looking it up really fast because I want you guys to be able to also watch it. 
Um, oh, also it's on Hulu with a premium subscription, but it's also on HBO Max. And it's also, well, you have to pay for it on Amazon Prime, but only $4. But I don't know. I mean, I've been told it's amazing. She just won the Oscar for it. I've been wanting to see it, but other movies kept squishing it out of theaters, and I never got to, so I just Aww. bought it. Well, I didn't and buy it. Alex bought it for me. <laughs> Mama is on Hulu with a premium subscription, and it's also on HBO Max. And you can also watch it on Amazon Prime and YouTube. But those are, of course, for a little bit of pay. But, yeah. yeah. If you have small children, Mama might freak you out. I've seen oh, that. well. That's, <laughs> I'm a preschool teacher, so I cannot wait to delve <laughs> it's, into. It, the- it's the younger kid, too. Um, our other oh. option was Crimson Peak. That's a good one, too. So. I, I've already seen Crimson Peak, which is why I picked Mama. But Crimson Peak, they're they're both by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, I didn't know Mama was. Yeah, and we just spoke about him last week when we I talked about um, Bryce Dallas Howard. Because Guillermo del Toro did, uh, he did something. We just talked about him. I don't know what. <laughs> oh, um, we. He- we used him because one of the monster guys, monkey guys that you see for five minutes, not even five minutes, and the lady in the water is um, Jones. What the fuck is his name? Uh, are you talking about Paul Giamatti's character? No, I'm talking about the guy who plays Abe Sapien. Um, well, I hated the movie, so I don't know any of the characters. But I believe you when I say there's a monster that he did. He plays Billy in Hocus Pocus. Somebody help me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. But I don't know his name in real life. But, yeah, you do because you talked about him in that episode. Yeah. So, internet lovelies, your homework assignment is Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and Mama. And you're going to come back here. And we're going to talk about them. But also, you know what we really would love? If you loved us so much as to email us your favorite actress and the movie that inspired you. And we will. I'm not joking when I say we will watch it. Right, Sorry. What? It's Doug Jones. Oh, Doug Jones. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, back back to the plug. Back to the plug. Doug Jones. <laughs> Kathy, say we're gonna watch people's picks. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking me. We're gonna watch people's picks. Yes. So if, if you, you even say someone, pick. even if you say someone that is notably somebody who gets a lot of guff for being a bad actor, we'll watch it. We yeah, want we'll to learn. Say- Make sure if you do, I think we're going to try in the future to find movies where they have more. We want more of a lead for the character, so we have more to work with. We it, like we don't want the character to be in there for five seconds and then never be seen again. So right. it needs to be more of a lead. So right. if you have a la- in ladies right now, we're just doing ladies movies, not TV shows. Yeah. Not yet, at least. Not yet. That's not. That's not. This, that's, we haven't figured all this out yet. So, if you have a suggestion, you can leave it at moviemogals at gmail dot com. M O G A L S. Yes. 
at gmail.com. Yes. And we will respond. Right now, I only have spam. Well, we also have some promotional, like, uh, there's some pod man who wants us to get guests. But I don't know if it is a scam or not. I have to look into it better. If anyone knows anything about that, what is it called? Pod match? I think it's you called pod match. Which you know, I'm not dissing them. Maybe they're a legit. It seemed legit, but then when I looked up, I'm not very good at researching online. Full disclosure, not good at it. But there was a Reddit rabbit hole that said it's it's legit, but if you don't pay, it's really useless. Uh, so I just wondering now at this point, how much is the pay and mm-hmm. what do you get from the pay? I don't know that we necessarily, this is, it's not like we're talking about things that are thoroughly researched. We're literally having fun at our own homes, watching movies, and then expressing if we don't like the hat or not. Like, this is not <laughs> rocket science. No, oh, this is she not. Cries well. She doesn't cry well. I don't believe her. I do believe her. So I feel like What's if we What's the slap are, real? Right. So, like, if we needed a guest, I don't think we would be hard-pressed. I mean, no. we have, we have I, I know a bunch of actor friends, plus I, uh, just, like, even Alex or Chandler or Michael or anybody who has opinions, strong opinions about a certain movie would be perfect. That's all we need. If you want to be a guest. Yeah, this isn't just... We want you to give us homework. We want you to you be give part us of homework. It. You give us homework, and then we will rip on that movie with you. Because it feels like <laughs> we rip on the movies most of the time. I would say at this point, I think we're half and half. Because there have been a couple that we were just. Well, I feel like I just started the thumbs up, thumbs down shit. So I'm it sorry works. about that. No, thumbs but up, thumbs down works. Because the first couple episodes, I feel like we just talked about the uh, women that we were highlighting but we didn't really say how we really felt but then like somewhere around the third or fourth episode I was like this is awful (laughs) that was a Sandy B one right yeah yeah that's when (laughs) I feel like that might be right around when I was like I I can't get on board with this misogyny (laughs) and then you were like I remember that you were like thumbs up for nostalgic purposes. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's cute. But you know what? There are so many movies I watched as a youth, as a youth, that were like insanely inappropriate, really bad movies. If I watch them today, they make me shudder at how disgusting they are. Mm. Maybe we'll do one. Yeah. (laughs) I have one in my head right now, but I don't want to give it away right off. I'll tell you after. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't want to give away all of our cards. Our oh, cards yeah. have to be very firmly attached to our breasts and areolas. The cards are all on top of the areolas. My cards are going to be way too out front. Everyone's going to see them. But they're going to be hidden inside our brassiers against okay. our skin okay. in our, our areolas. Okay. In the, okay. <laughs> in, <laughs> It's very specific. It's like X marks the spot at this point. Oh, my God. Well, we will see you um, next, what is it, next Tuesday. Every other Tuesday. With yes. Topsy Turvy Taco Tuesdays. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm going to get that going. I love so. it. 
Let's do that too. <laughs> well, have a great week, guys, yeah. and we'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.